Welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. Sometimes you have intros that just go smooth as butter, and sometimes you have uh, intros that go like a gravel road, and this one feels a little gravelly. But this in the end, it'll be smooth. Third time's the charm anyway. So uh, if you're new to the show, find and follow us on social media at Freaky Deaky Pod on Instagram and Facebook, at TFT Paranormal on uh, TikTok. And if you're a fan of watching the extra content that we put out weekly for you guys, whether it be the extended episode previews, uh, paranormal shorts, bonus stories from the episodes, whatever it may be, be sure to follow us on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. Christian, how are you doing? I am wonderful. Terrific. It is a splendid day for me. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you've, I feel like you've really stepped up your game this season, man. You last season, you, you did a total of one episode. You wrote a total of one episode. That took a lot out <clears throat> of me. It did months. It took months out of you. I'm not holding it against you. Obviously you uh, stepped up. You've done like what? Four or five, six. This... I, I've lost count. Yeah. So many you've done like five or six, probably this season alone. And you actually wrote this one. Very good. Well, I'm excited to get into it. So what are we talking about today, Christian? Today is part one of Europe, a supernatural playground. And that is Freaky Deaky. We'll see you inside. Christian, that may be the most offensive thing you've ever said to me. I'm going to need you to just backtrack a little bit. Let's forget you ever said that. Let's move on. Okay. Let's get past it. We've got an episode of Dudes. We're excited about it. Feels like every episode, it's the most offensive thing I've ever said. I know. Yeah. You should probably start thinking about your words before you say them. Okay. It's getting, it's getting a little out of hand. Okay. I'm just testing you Mm -hmm. as an editor. Sure. You got to make me sound great. Sure. Yeah. I've never heard that many slurs uh, strung together in uh, such a poorly represented sentence, Christian. I'm actually very, I feel nauseous about what I heard you say. So maybe less of that. I'll try. Okay. Thank you. You, Would you like me to start? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you should. Okay. Anyway, welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. Today we get to see once again what Christian's personality would sound like with my voice. Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah. Maybe that's why you always make me try to say it. Yeah. Do you want me to try? Uh, no, I can I can do it. We actually joked about this a while ago during the last episode you wrote. We said that it's, or no, the last episode I wrote that you had to read. It was totally my personality, but you had, like, you're saying it all dry. I'm like, no, 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 man, that's not, that's, yeah. that's not the read, but it's fine. <laughs> Welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. Today we tackle a major area of interest to our current timeline. Of course, you would work time into the first sentence, wouldn't yes, you? Yes, I would. You sure would. Anyway, a place of violence and a place of defiance. Yes. Today we'll spin the story a bit to not only get you familiar with the region, but also so that you understand the myths and unexplained of the area. Uh, the first of many TFD tours of the world. Part one of our story of Europe and how the supernatural and unexplained drive humans to war. We start off with a story that went viral soon after Russia attacked Ukraine. The ghost of Kiev tells what could possibly be the first urban legend from the Russian invasion of Ukraine at the end of February 2022. A story of a brave and cunning Ukrainian pilot who was able to shoot down as many as six Russian jets. This story seems to have made an appearance on international news channel organizations, but is it true? So far as it seems like this is just a story to rally the troops. The Twitter is full of tweets, what a a thought, regarding the Ukrainian Reaper, a sniper with a large kill count. Some pictures of the assassin have been posted. One was reported as an Italian lawyer. Be cautious as always when hearing news coming directly from the fog of war. Another story about a brave young soldier who stayed behind to manually detonate a bomb taking out a bridge to slow down the Russian military. Some are saying this is a tall tale as well. But in this day and age with what we know about propaganda, with all we know of all the misinformation from every side of the spectrum, maybe that is Russia trying to erase heroes that can inspire resistance. They would not be the first country to do this. So we're going to talk about a current conflict or a current thing going on in this world. We're not going to take sides on the podcast. Okay. You know, those are just some interesting urban legends that come out very quickly in the modern age during a time of war 
You know, it's only been at the time of recording a few days, you know, even though we joked about it in a previous previous episode, you know, that happened to come out when it was popping off, unfortunately, which is like the third time we've done that recently. And it's like, we we can't really prove it. If you saw when we recorded the episodes Mm. and when they come out, there's been a couple of times where we've been kind of spot on and that was one of them. Yeah. I can prove it with timestamps. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so Maybe we're the next Simpsons. Um, yeah. The Freaky Deaky did it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Hopefully. So yeah, pass that on. So basically we're going to, my thinking is if as the Freaky Deaky, all this, this region, the Ukraine is in the news constantly. Yes. And I would assume most of our listeners don't spend a lot of time listening or watching regular media news type of thing. Because it's all propaganda. Yeah. Right. Which Classic. is fair. So what I thought we could do is we could take a region you know, we'd mentioned Scotland in a previous episode that we're going to go to soon. There, we have a couple of ideas for this part of Europe, mostly Eastern Europe, that'll kind of tie together. But since it's a re- relevant area, we'll go through and just do some unexplainable myths or legends or things that have been going on in the U- Ukraine for longer than that than this current conflict is. Yeah. And this would be an opportune time for us to suggest to our listeners that if you have something in your neck of the woods, wherever you're listening from, send it in. Yeah. And we'll look into that as well. You know, it's it's kind of like a TFD tour of the nations and seeing the different, you know, lore or legends behind these different areas. Same works with cryptids and all that other stuff. We love hearing from the uh, international listeners. Yeah. About stuff that goes bump in the night in their area. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot going on in this world that we don't get to experience every day, even with social media. Let's, let's talk about a different viewpoint or a different part of what's in the news right now and, and see, see where it goes. Sure. Now that you're caught up on what was the seed of the idea for this story, we'll move away from the charged events of now. We arrive in the region to see if we can find ghosts and crypts, the unexplained and the aliens. Here we are in Ukraine. That's not really the script, but so. <laughs> Whoa, look around. We're really there. Yeah. We did it. You know, it still is weird. There's a war going on in the area. And, but, and here we are just showing up. But should we like, should it always be doom and gloom? We're going to yes. take people on these places that we should visit when things settle down in the Ukraine. I think it's funny that you ask if it should always be doom and gloom when I, I exclusively have to whip, whip open this, this tin of dad jokes for all your episodes. I'm waiting for that moment in this episode where I got to be like, hold on a second. We need to lighten the, lighten the mood a bit. Yeah, I don't understand <clears throat> that about myself. I really don't because I, I have a very pleasant view on the world. Yeah, it's very surprising to everyone involved. Yeah. Ukraine is in Eastern Europe and is the second largest country by area. Russia is the largest. It has a coastline along the mythic Black Sea, which you'll hear about in a future episode. It has a, its population is 43.6 million, and it's the eighth most populous country in Europe and has been inhabited since 32,000 BC. Do you have a comment for 32,000 BC and humans being there? I think we all know my beliefs on a lot of things are wrong, are correct, and you are misinformed. Mm -hmm. Many might be somewhat familiar with Ukraine from the Chernobyl nuclear power plant disaster. So you can basically find all that stuff on the internet. We're going to try to get to the the freaky stuff. So we'll go straight to Bill Horrid. Some of these names are going to make me struggle, but from the way Scott... Yeah, the way Scott just said that, he he pulled that one off. Can you say that again? Bill Horrid, Nitrovsky Fortress. Yep, gotcha. And that in the city of Bill Horrid, maybe. Yeah, that's pretty good though. Yeah, I took Russian. Either way, did you really? Briefly, yeah. I actually want to pick it up again. Okay, nice. (laughs) Watch all our Russians write in, be like, he did not pronounce that (laughs) correct at all. Yeah, (laughs) and everybody else be like, communist. Yeah. Well. Bring it on. Also known as Ackerman Fortress, has been known for its locals being attacked by horned and stinky aggressive entities at night. Stinky feels like the, the weird word for that. Like they're horned and also stinky. You know what's what's interesting is pulling up some of the information for this this episode. Yeah. A lot of it you can tell by the the verbiage and the grammar. Yeah, that it's. Whoever's writing it is Eastern European, just it, by the way. Some it's of very the, stinky. Yeah. 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 And so, it's not, it's just a different way of using language that you could see it. So I cleaned it up a little bit, but some of it, I, I'm like, no, you can feel it. Like nobody ever use, uses stinky. In like a serious manner. Yeah. yeah when like, you're talking about aggressive it's pungent. entities. It's pungent. I mean, and, yeah. yeah. But you also, but it also makes sense because when you've seen like possession movies, you 
always hear about smells. Yeah, you hear about them being stinky. Yeah. So sulfur, often stinky. Yep. Legend also speaks of a human relative in some kind of Australopithecus. 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 Exactly. I should know this because it's science, but I skipped. I had a problem. It's science. Yeah. Yeah. Who did not like sunlight or descendants of people born born to earthly women. All was good if they were earth only offspring. Weird. Yeah, that was weird. And Ukraine has a lake that is said to be a portal, a doorway to another realm. It is aptly named Ghost Lake in the central Ukraine area of Krup. Krupo, Krupatofa, Kropotofa, Kropotofa is a place whose name, Viking, is a name similar to the one meaning window. The fish grow fast and fat, and the water refuses to freeze in the winter. See, that was one of those ones where, like, the verbiage was like, The fish grow fat and or fast and fat, and the water refuses to freeze in the winter. Because it's a ghost lake, a doorway to another realm. Which is, we've heard those stories, I think, Elizabeth Lake was like that. A doorway to another world. Yeah, there's a lot of weird correlation between bodies, water, and that'd be a good episode in itself too. Just yeah. finding different, different like lakes and streams and stuff that have paranormal uh, that are connected. Yeah, where all the and you always you see that a lot with like different sea monsters and stuff too. Yeah, or like Loch Ness monster and Cthulhu. No. Yeah, all the fun stuff. Yeah. Okay, so those were kind of short stories, but all we're, right, we're now oh. reading and moving into the Donbas region. Yes. In the Donbas region, do you want me to read this? I'll read this one. Mm-hmm. In the Donbas region of Ukraine, you'll hear of the Shubin, considered the spirits of the mind. The Shubin is said to be many things. The spirit can usually be good and at other times slide into wickedness. Spirits, am I right? That's, yeah, that part we can talk Am about. I right? <laughs> I just like... Wow. You know, one day I just got like, where am I right? And it just pops into my head at the most random times. Oh, I do the same thing. Yeah. You're not alone there. We both have am I right moments. Yeah. It's just funny. Is this a fur-coated minor spirit at the bottom of a mine with a torch in hand? Others have decided it is a ghost of a cruel mining master known to kill his workers. The most boring reason for the name is methane and it's shoo-shoo sound. That is pretty boring, right? Does methane have a shoo-shoo sound? According to this, I've never really heard methane. Shoo shoo. Oh. Yeah. So, methane workers of the world, let us know. Yeah. Let us know the last name you heard before you passed out. Was it Shushu? Yeah. The legends of the good Shubin tell of a mining master from the late 1800s who had a way of predicting collapses and methane emissions. Residents of mining towns have reportedly seen the Shubin. You watched the show Chernobyl on HBO? No. No? It's on the did. list at some point, but yeah, I it's a great it. show. But when they had the the Chernobyl nuclear exas- disaster, hmm. you know, it's in Ukraine. They went and grabbed Ukrainian miners to help slow things down. And most of these Ukrainian miners that would have discussed the Shubin, you know, eventually developed cancer from saving so many and basically saving, you know, the the area from being on the worst disaster. Yeah. So the evil Shubin is sometimes described as the fur-coated man that we mentioned earlier. This man was a newcomer to Dumbas long ago. He met drunken locals in a tavern, best place to meet him. Classic place, yeah. Yeah. Who, upon hearing he was in search of a job, decided to give him a test before letting him become a miner. He was told to go down in the miner, he was told to go down in the mine, light a torch, and walk a few meters. Again, drunken stuff. If he was not afraid, he he would have a job. The, bi- the miners, with drunkenness as an excuse, were using this man. If there was a methane, if there was meth- methane in the mine, it, it could take out someone that was not one of them, experienced and a little tribal. He was given a fur coat because if he set off the gas, it would protect him from being burned. Is that true, or would that just burn all the fur off the coat very quickly? It would, it by because I guess my understanding was it would be like a flash. Oh, like the so- gas burnt. <laughs> yeah. So it would like maybe singe the coat, but wouldn't actually create, it would protect most of the skin from real burns. Except for his face, perhaps. Yeah. Which when I, when I read about that, I'm like, okay, that kind of makes sense, but it's not really the best thinking. That sounds, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they should have workshopped a few other options before that. Yeah. But they were drunk. Yeah. It works. Yeah. Okay. The, the storytellers left out the part that said you won't be burned as bad as, as bare skin to fire. It still hurts. Surprising, right? Yeah, still yeah. hurts. Still hurts, man. 
fire's fire. As these things go, there was an explosion and the fur, fur coat did not save the outsider. This man blew up and became a Shuban. Hmm. And he went after these miners for all the time. He probably deserved it. But there's also one last note. If you're in the Donbass region and it's not in the middle of a war, try good Shuban beer. It has spirit. I didn't need to whip out the dad jokes. You had one <laughs> written in there. <laughs> I guess it's, I, and I didn't even really write that one. Well, I did write the, it has spirit, but. But that's an actual beer out there, yeah. good, good Shuban. Yeah. Which seems like a minor beer. I mean, a, a, a beer, beer for minors. Yeah, beer for minors. Are you under 21? Then we've got a beer for you. We must be in Russia or the Ukraine. Yeah. You can drink at 12, as long as you're a minor. In Soviet Russia, beer drinks you. <laughs> All right, I'll let you try some reading because I'm struggling. It might just be my writing. Mancelo or Mancelo Stone Village. It has been referred to as the Stonehenge of Ukraine. It is a difficult to reach area with large rocks that seem to be out of place. The rational reasons for the rocks include hitching a ride atop glaciers and mountains that have been weathered and rounded, breaking into smaller fragments. But there are, of course, freaky legends. Do I use freaky too much? You are a fan of using the word freaky, and I get that it ties into the show and all, but... You, you can use a different word. No, it's all right. It's freaky. I'm sure, it's, I'm sure it is a freaky legend. One states that this was the site of a rich village and a group of, quote, poor came asking for help. The rich, as they sometimes in stories, will refuse to share with those in need. Disclaimer, this is just a stereotypical take by some and not necessarily the view of the Freaky Deaky podcast. Lawyers are now pleased, so we shall proceed. You guys pleased over there? Yeah. 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 Okay. Great news. The next day, after not being decent humans, the entire village was petrified. Que sarah, Hey, who knew we would use that twice? <laughs> I know. That was weird. In one morning. Uh, another test was with God visiting the village. God was disguised as a beggar who the townsfolk refused to help, an anger the likes of which hadn't been seen since the days of the Old Testament. Homes and humans were turned to stone. Again, whatever will be, will be. <laughs> ha! Th thrice now. Being all and powerful, God made sure to leave a footprint in a stone, an always warm, disease-healing imprint. Demons are here as well. It has been said that they started building a mill at night, but were not able to finish before the sun came up, so the mill turned to stone and fell apart. Wait, the demons were trying to build a mill? Yeah, these are like all how they explained all these rocks that are not supposed to be there. Oh, the demons are like, we need wheat or whatever. Yeah, let's build a, a, a wheat mill. There you go. And and then the gods were like, but it must be done before the daybreak. Yeah, yeah you didn't. guys got 12 hours. And you know okay. demons, they start drinking and fornicating and yeah. forgot to get to building. Yeah, it's there in the cliffs now. It's, yeah, it's what demons do. Yeah. So this is like a this is like a Stonehenge area. Yeah. That this is just their... Um, Pretty much the, the folk tales behind the stones, how they came to be. Right. And when in, more than likely, I mean, this is a region that during the last ice age would have had glaciers down to this probably air, this area, which could have taken all these large stones down. Yeah. That's probably the more likely story. Gotcha. But, and you being the, obviously the emperor of glacial farmings and the ice age. Exactly. The all-knowing, powerful it is, Christian. It is deemed, yeah. I yeah. shall pontify wonderful opinions pontificate yes yeah just call me the pontiff of the, the pontifier Ice yeah so uh question about this stone this stonehenge does it have any you know how like with pyramids there's something weird where like all pyramids pretty much have this weird like set of threes or there's the like there's a lot of weird correlations with the pyramids um and how they kind of are there was certain areas that were mapped out the exact same way even though they were in different locations on the earth right. is there any kind of weird lore with that connecting this to the other stonehenge not necessarily to, to this part of the ukraine mm. i think when we get into some other areas nearby and and you know the next part reiteration i don't know what you call it the next parts of this next chapter yeah the next let's call that the next episode yeah coming the, up on part two yeah paranormal i don't know what it was but you know what i mean it's yeah, you um, gave it the college try it's yeah, right. no. yeah 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 <laughs> there'll they'll be there'll be some connections made yeah so that, there's but there's no actual connection with the original stonehenge not like the ley lines and anything like that or, okay gotcha i'll read the next part 
Oh, this is going to go great. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I got this. I got this next one. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. The Anthony Caves. That reminds me of the Timothy Hay. I don't know why. I don't know why. It's a Me Without You song. Chernihiv? Yeah. Chernihiv. The St. Anthony Caves seem to to be possibly the the beginning of the town of Chernihiv. St. Anthony came to the town in 1069. Sometimes it's hard to imagine 1069 there being saints already. Yeah. But then again, the Middle Ages weren't too long after. It's just hard to imagine that the religion back in the year 1000. Yeah. Yeah. There, it's, it's one of those things. Like we have a limited grasp on exactly what we can picture in our mind. Yeah. You know, movies and whatnot help, but even they are probably far off from what the reality of the situation was. So we're just putting modern spins on what we believe things were. Well, it's crazy too, because 1069 is a thousand years after most of the important biblical events that the Americans take into consideration. Yeah. So a thousand years is a long time after that. And here we are another thousand years and that now we're lost to with our perception of time. It's really hard to grasp how long ago that was. And it's hard to grasp a lot of things these days. The world's pretty funky. Yeah. How long ago it was, but how it was really just yesterday. In In the great span of time. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Anthony liked the area as it seemed peaceful. Anthony dug a cave for his, St. Anthony would would dig a cave for for his. Put put some respect on that name. St. Anthony. St. Anthony dug his cave for solitude and prayers. This is what made him a saint later on, I think. Not anybody would just dig a cave for solitude and prayers. Yeah. yeah. In time, this became a large underground monastery. Many monks would move into the area. In the 12th century, the monks would be attacked by the Tartars, who followed them into the caves. Looking for fish sticks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know. Classic stuff. Yeah. It has to go with it. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. The Tartars. Yeah. Tartars. So they followed them into the caves, and the monks disappeared without a trace and got away. Do we think it's some kind of like underground system that led to a different side of the mountain? Supposedly, or, there was only one entrance to kind of protect them. So like, but that also kind of screws you if you yeah. think about it. That's not as much protection. Better yeah. to have two, three. It's, it's to me, it sounds like the monks would be like, "Oh, we only have one way in and out," but they actually have a different way. Yeah. Or that's the smart move. Yeah. Yeah. Or they were just so spiritually touched that they were able to magically disappear from this underground monastery prayer with the help of yeah their higher Sol- solitude and, and monks are monks are pretty wise folk yeah based on everything i've ever seen and yeah. read so yeah whether it's a buddhist monk or mm-hmm. a christian monk it's understandable yeah the bald-headed guys yeah with the arrow on the top of their head oh no that's avatar i think that's the last airbender but sure oh, yeah. yeah so good call Okay, in the 1960s, archaeologists working the site noticed the smell of incense, strange sounds, and even the sight of a transparent figure in a black cossack that they called the Black Monk. I put Avenger there just because when I said the Black Monk, it felt like a superhero name. Mm. I don't know if that's, I mean, obviously the Black Monk would be like a Rasputin type person that was an evil person that the Avengers fought against. Because of the unexplainable energy in the area, some have theorized a meteorite has been buried in in the area from many years before. The seat of House Dane. If you get it, you get it. You don't get it, do you? It sounds like something from Game of Thrones. Ah, good one. How do I know how to just, I reference these things without knowing anything. That's not even a popular name. That's like a personal favorite in Game of Thrones of the houses. But I just need very small context clues to grasp a situation. Very impressive. I'm very adept, yes. Hey, everyone, come see how great I am. No, <laughs> uh, I'm actually, like I said, that's that's yeah. an obscure house in Game of Thrones. Yeah. And that was a reference to Anchorman again, I think. Come see how good I look. I think that is Anchorman. Yeah, I've never seen it. So, There's a place in the city of Dnipro where Satanists, Scott's favorite, are said to gather to perform their dark rituals. What else would they do when they gather? Yeah. they said to gather to grab their adult coloring books and there is a book club time yeah for these uh satanists satanist book club but it's romance it's romance yeah we're talking like sex magic no that in this book club that you cannot have anything supernatural it's just got to be like they like fabio on the cover of their do you believe me i feel like you're making this up yeah (laughs) i I was like i was like i can't fathom a world where this is accurate it's like they mentioned fabio (laughs) weird tell me more though i'm intrigued (laughs) 
Okay, so we're in Nipro with the Satanists, and they're at an old abandoned hospital to perform their dark rituals. Um, the place opened in 1910, but being a different time as far as medical technology goes, up to 80% of the patients died. So they, ang the locals got angry and felt the family and friends were being killed by the doctors. The Soviets tried to make the place look communist functional, but like most things Soviet, this would crack and break. I don't know why, but communist functional sounds like a design style. Like, we're going for communist functional. I know shabby chic is really in right now, but communist functional is actually a lot more of our desired taste. Which is hilarious to me because I just made that like that up for there. Because I'm like, this sounds fun. Somewhere in Russia, there's a Chip and Joanne Gaines that are doing things not in vintage and rustic, but communist functional. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon it'll be communist fun functional Ukraine edition. Yeah. Which is dark on a whole nother level. Classic. So if repairs were needed, they would be left unfixed by frightful repairmen who claimed to be accosted by balls of light and seemingly collapsing stairs. It was later discovered that the hospital sat atop a 15th century cemetery. Also strange, as there was not a town there at that time. So where did all these dead bodies come from? So is it kind of like, you know, that you got the out here, you get like Native American land, like burial yeah. grounds and stuff that you're not supposed to tamper with. Yeah. And so it's kind of like that, the, the European equivalent of that. Yeah. Basically, these people mm. were were already buried there from a civilization that long before. Yeah. That nobody remembered or anything like that. So. But they utterly were disrespected when you put those stairs up. Yeah. Not cool. You, rem you remember we once had a, a story uh, or an idea of stores to no stairs to nowhere. Yeah, Could we were well aware of stores to nowhere too. What do you think Bed Bath and Beyond is? I but we should actually make that video at some point. That would yeah. probably be a good video to, yep. to throw in. That's a that's a riveting story. I love the stairs to nowhere. I can't tell if it's real or not, but I love it too. It's like Twilight Zone. Yeah, but that's also yeah your general feeling for everything we talk about. So this one's a little different though. This one even believers are like we're not really sure this is true but it's such a cool story yeah. and like i said for me who grew up on the twilight zone reruns that true. were amazing and and like changed the way i looked at the world and then later on as i you know would start reading everybody would talk about all the writers of the stuff i read would talk about twilight zone because it was so it changed the way to impactful yeah that yeah. nuclear family had a dark side and it was exposed on the twilight zone. Now, years later, we know every every good and bad people have a light and dark side. You know what I'm saying? But back then- Yeah, how about you step down from that soapbox for a knock? <laughs> <sighs> All right, <laughs> let's, let's get into some bathing then. Oh, please. We recently mentioned one Elizabeth of Bathory on the pod. Here we have a similar story coming out of ruins of a fortress that can be found on Bona Hill. Not to be confused, not to be confused with Jonah Hill. You can't find this on Jonah Hill. So yeah. don't go looking for it. He's he's not he's not gonna be happy with that. And number two, you're not gonna find it. Well, Jonah Hill, didn't he like kind of get rid of the ruins of the fortress when he got in shape? Wow. He asked us on social media not to talk about that, not to talk about his body. Did he and really? here we are. He just said it's not whether it's a compliment or not, it's not like it doesn't feel good. He's like, stop talking about my body. Like, just let me do whatever I do. Now I feel shame. You should. You have brought great shame to this podcast, Christian. And Jonah Hill, we know you're out there listening. I'm sorry for Christian's behavior. Uh, you have written in several times with your ghost stories and telling us in explicit detail exactly what Seth Rogen is like when he smokes those doobies left and right all day long. But don't take what Christian had to say and, and take it to heart. He doesn't. He means well. Forgive my ignorance. Yes, forgive his ignorance. Anyway, let's get back into this this good stuff about Bona Hill. Bona Hill, a beautiful Italian queen by the name of Bona Zvora, dealt in cruelty. It's not Sforza? Forza. Forza. I tried too hard. Bona Forza. Not to be confused with the Forza racing games of the Xbox and whatnot. Right. This isn't the same. Different queen. Maybe the maybe this is maybe this queen eventually started the the series or the races. I think this queen dealt in cruelty. cruelty. Yeah, more so than racing. Yeah. But. For us non-racing fans, a race can be kind of cruel. See? Accurate as well. Okay. Said to have practiced the dark arts, she would be said to have made a deal with the devil. 
and was given the secret to eternal youth and beauty. She simply had to sacrifice virgins. That's the move. She would have the virgins thrown from the top of the castle onto sharp spikes below, like Elizabeth Bathory. The queen enjoyed a nice cooling bath in the blood of girls and sometimes infants. Mm. <laughs> Not great. Not what great. If, I mean, it's almost the same area, like so close. What if this is just like an urban legend from back there that the royals bathed in blood, which crazy enough, we get to these modern times and there's people that are like still saying that the royals, which aren't just the royals kings and yeah, queens yeah, yeah. anymore, the new royals are basically people in positions of power, rich, you know, they could be Hollywood stars. Yeah. Basically, they're still saying they bathe in blood. Well, let's be honest, Christian. They don't bathe do, in blood. Do we know that they don't? I'm pretty sure. Have you spent time with them? I'm pretty sure the majority of them do not bathe in blood, especially the blood of children and babies. All right, Christian. Well, how, since you spent so much time with them, tell me, what's their bathing ritual like? What does Brad Pitt do when he bathes? Tell, tell me in every detail, Christian. Tell me exactly what he does. From my understanding, I mean, Brad Pitt, I mean, he's with the Triangle Group. Mm. It's hard for me to know what's going on with the Triangle Group. Because you're I'm, in the square group. Well, I'm just, I just haven't. With the other squares. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just haven't made the triangle group yet. When I'm rich, yeah. I'll be part of the triangle. You drop one of your edges, you just might. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of geometry humor in this episode, guys. You're welcome. Well, and I'm not just talking about the normal triangle, like the one with the little eyeball in it. Those The Illuminati? Yeah, that's when you're rich. Oh, that's the word that people know for it, not <laughs> so much the triangle group. That sounds like some like failed company that Bill Gates tried starting back in the 70s. That sounds like our first fake commercial should be in this episode where we go right into the Triangle Group. This next message is brought to you by the Triangle Group. It's not for squares. No. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, we should do that. Yeah, there you go. So now that we know that the royals and also celebrities and whatnot actually do bathe in the blood of infants and other people, let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> is there any objections no all right no man i think it's perfect to continue because i'm not comfortable with this line of reasoning mm, okay. or questioning that sounds about right okay so scott we everywhere has a lake monster right yeah even in here in alaska in the village of sin in the violin region sin in the violin Doesn't is that like the devil with the you know you make a deal Georgia. yeah you make a deal with the devil you're sitting there playing the, the fiddle <laughs> That's what I picture. Everybody's like, Charlie Daniels, good old American boy. He he wrote that song when he was in Sin in the Violin region yeah. of Ukraine. Where did you get inspiration for this song? Well, Sin in the Violin, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Later on, we find out he stole the song. From the devil. And the devil's like super pissed about it. Like, bro, what the hell, man? But that's the whole point of our-, our Played that song for you. Of, yeah. of this, this part one, mm. is we're going to be dealing with things like the devil in Eastern Europe or Europe. We don't want to make it regional. Yeah, the, the devil's the, everywhere, the right? The devil can go wherever the devil yeah, wants, technically. Yeah. So I'm not going to box the devil in. Yeah. When you smell that burning smell, it's the devil. Or someone just ripped a fat one. <laughs> yeah. It's really You ate a whole bag options. of those those little candied rope, the licorice ropes, mm. the tasty stuff in the middle at the movie theaters <laughs> yeah. with the big thing of popcorn. The red and yellow ones? Yeah. Yeah, dude. We know I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. They're yep. very good. Yeah. So anywhere, way going back to this region, the birds don't sing here, according to mysteriostrip.com. No one swims and re fish refuse to take the bait. <laughs> and I really, I do really love sometimes seeing how the terminology is kind of different in yeah. different areas of the world. When it's thrown into Eng English, you're like, ah, oh, that's kind of like yeah. catchy. The, the reel comes down and the fish is like, I'm not taking that bait. No. No, siree. We aren't like them American fish. They'll take any yeah. bait. Okay, so this this last scene more than 30 years ago was this thing sporting a snake's head and a crocodile crocodile body. And don't forget to look out for an ancient giant catfish that is possibly a prehistoric shark in the area. The catfish is a, a prehistoric shark? Yeah. I don't yeah. think that's... I think they're two different species. But I, either way... This is one of your famous chimeras. Mm, you know, I love a good chimera. Yeah. You know, a snake's head and a crocodile body is kind of creepy in itself. And a giant catfish that people think is a prehistoric shark is kind of scary. I'll allow it. Yeah. Okay, good. During World War II, Nazis thought that they should look into the village of Ber 
Bereznitsa. Bereznitsa. The youth think that the older folk are onto something. They call it. They call it a portal. The more mature say it is an entrance. Oh, that was really not good sound. Not the youth. The more mature of us. Yeah. The elderly. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> the elders. So the older. I'm just going to rephrase that. The older folk have what they call a portal. No. The youth have what they call a portal. They're older folks in the area. They're fathers, mothers, grandmothers. Other generations. Other generations. The more mature say it is an entrance to another world. Who's correct? I have this little thing here that says, Scott says both are since it's the same thing. Just look for the fog when you get there. So one says it's a portal and one says it's an entrance to another world? Yeah. Yeah, they are both kind of the same thing. Yeah, which is, and, and it made me kind of think. Unless a portal was just teleporting you to a different part in this world. So uh, maybe. It's just, a, it's also another play on how we explain certain supernatural things. Like, and maybe showing what is a, 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 a doorway into another world is now a portal which changes the meaning a little, maybe expands it a little bit. And a portal can be different things than a doorway now. I mean, you don't even need a door if you have a portal. You could just all of a sudden go through this portal and you're in the room. True. How do you get out of this room, that portal? Yeah. Where does the guess. portal go? I don't know. Where yeah. does any portal go? We do. That's magic. Goes to a black hole somewhere. And that's not fun. Yeah. Unless it's a black hole sun. Okay. And that's the end of the episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope we've summed it all up for you now. Maybe a shorter episode. No, it's it's actually, it's only like 10 minutes shy of what it normally is. Okay. We usually fill the last 10 minutes with bullshit anyway. So. So it's par for the course. So where do you think we're going to go with this, uh, this, our little teaser for our multi-part European episode of Supernatural? Where are we going to go? Yeah. Where, where, where do you think the story will take us? Oh, the places we'll see. It's going to take us to Barnes and Noble to get Dr. Seuss apparently. Um. No, I, I don't know, actually. I'm not as rich in culture as you are, Christian, with your knowledge of history and whatnot. Um, da. And we'll see everything. I don't understand. I don't understand the German reference. That was everything. da is not German. Well, what, what did German ja say? Ja is German. Ja. Ja. Da the is J. Russian. Yeah. Got it. Ma. And that's mother. Yeah. I'm not entirely too sure where we'll take it. There's plenty of stories out there. And it's always fun to hear other cultures and stuff like that. I hadn't heard any Ukrainian folklore yeah and we didn't go too far into it because there's surprisingly there's not as much as i thought but also maybe because it's been such a turbulent region in world history in modern times you know a lot of battles going on in that region and sure some of the you know so many ukrainians died after world war ii so many died during world war ii you know it's a tough region and then like even with i'm sure you've heard some of the like stories like the one like older lady went up to a soldier and said Take these sunflower seeds so that when you die, yeah. <laughs> flowers will grow where your body yeah. lays. And sunflower is, I guess, the flower of national flower of Ukraine. I'm like, it's that also is so national. It's the national flower of the hey, fuck you, pal. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's some balls. I would be like, uh, I'm going home now. You know, yeah. if some old, older lady came up to you and said it like that, but the you know, like this region of the world is not like the United States where there was a lot less violence. I mean, there. There was violence because of the whole, you know, Native American thing, but mm. it wasn't, I guess. It's as, not ongoing. Well, it, 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 sense, happened, it, it still has effects, but it was quite, it was, it's basically kind of been hidden in our history throughout the years. We know it's there a little bit, but yeah. we don't really speak of it. Would you say it's propaganda to keep it under wraps in a sense? Kind of. I think it's. There's a lot of things in that are taught in school that are pretty. Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff that happened that would never be taught in school because it makes this nation look bad. When in reality, we should just preach the truth. And that's the only way you can grow from anything, right? Is yeah. knowing the past and knowing what not yeah. to repeat and what you've done wrong. Like, he, I don't know. He he who controls the past controls the future. I don't know why we're using so many song references today. That's Rage Against the Machine. Looks like you've never heard that song. Uh, it also looks like I don't listen to a lot of Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, you have some interesting music choices. Black yeah. Hole Sun. Yeah, that was. Is that Soundgarden? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know. What was your favorite story of digging into all this uh, Ukraine stuff? Obviously, um, and we should clarify once again, it's a touchy subject. What's going on? I think everyone's kind of been in a stir. And everyone, there's like an air of confusion and kind of worry that has blanketed the, well, not just that area, but the entire world, like the world is kind of waiting in bated breath to see what happens with this. Yeah. As we record this at the beginning of March, March, first few days, um, 
who knows where it'll where we'll be at it by time it airs. Watch it be like hella old news. Yeah, like everything got you know situ- situated. Hopefully it does. Hopefully it's a quick resolution. Yeah, there there are people calling saying this at the beginning of World War Three. Yeah, which is unfortunately like, and we had discussions off the podcast where I just I told you like something just feels it feels heavier. It feels like this is more serious than you know past. Where it's been like, and maybe it's just because the state of the world right now, yeah. where we just came out of a two year long, something that we probably shouldn't even touch on because it's still such a sensitive topic. And then immediately after that, we start moving into this. And there's the conspiracy theorists out there where it's really hard to put the two down and say, oh, so suddenly now this is jumping off. The other doesn't mean anything. And now it's fine to just throw that away. But you know, you, there's a lot of weird stuff out there right now. It's, it's but you remember us talking about cycles of history. I do. And, and this is in, to take it away from maybe the conspiracy, the Illuminati or whatever, mm. you know, controlling all of this. They might be. I find it hard for that many powerful humans to agree on enough things to make it a world dominance type of thing. I don't remember where I was going with this. That checks out. It's It's just. With, if it's if it's a cycle type of thing, this is supposed to happen. That's, you know, maybe not this script, but the same thing in history. You know, history doesn't repeat itself, but it often rhymes. They, we've, I think we've said here before, that's what this sounds like. I mean, it sounds like something we've seen before from different aggressors in Europe. And yeah. it led to world wars twice. And stakes are just a little higher. Like everyone's emotions are just a little more peaked at the moment. And there's just a little more division in the world that something like this, which might've in a time ago been sorted out easily and, or not even easily, but just maybe swifter with less anger. Yeah. It's not really an option these days because of everything that, that we've gone through as a entire, like people, you know, as humanity, we've gone through a lot over the past few years. So stakes are just a little higher. Yeah. Everyone's a little more on edge. Division is a little more prominent. And it seems like kind of the perfect storm for something like this to break out again, as much as we would hope against it. History would prove that no matter how great we think we are, how advanced, we still seem to fall back on war. Yeah. And we can argue about the the whatever's right or wrong. Who cares? There's a lot of people suffering, yeah. um, you know, so that's what matters. We don't want the war, but also we should look into some of these things. Everything's connected in a way. We're connected to the, the people that are suffering in Europe right now and other parts of the world, and it's going to affect us. Yeah, And we're going to, instead of talking all this shit that got all serious, we're going to bring you the unexplained of those regions that come into the news or that we think you may want to hear about. We'll just lighten things up a little bit. You know, that's kind of our job. But we don't, obviously, you have, you guys don't have to listen to a single word we say politically or even geopolitically or anything like that. Like, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. And everyone has their own personal opinions. But what we can do is bring you a little bit of entertainment. Yep. A little something, something that is maybe less serious that takes your mind off some of the craziness of the world. Uh, everyone's panicking right now. It's this kind of a crazy time. Yeah, if this is the end, we should go off out laughing a little. And talking about ghosts. Yeah. And to close out this episode, I think to close it out for sure, we should um, read a dead joke. Because it. It, was, it was a good episode. And then at the end, we, we kind of brought it down with all that seriousness, yeah. all that serious talk. Hopefully the editor will make it sound to where we don't have a, a political standing on any of this. I, it's going to be a little difficult, but I'm going to try my best to uh, to word it in a way that does not. In the end, you're going to hear this dad joke out of the blue, and you're going to be like, normally he does that when he gets down. That's how down it was. Scott cut it all out and still did the dad joke to cheer himself up. Yeah. Actually, did you hear about, like, before we bring out the... <laughs> The funny ha-has. Did you hear about that Italian chef who died? No. He passed away. Oh. Ah. Yeah, hit me with the double today. No, that's the sightest. What do you call a man who can't stand? I don't know. You call him Neil. Ah. Yeah, good night, everyone. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, to close this out, for real, uh, this, is, this has been the Freaky Deaky, as it is every week. Christian, thank you for that episode. Do you have a favorite story from your uh, looks into Ukraine? The one with the bathed in the blood because it's because you like the idea of women and children suffering and being bathed in. Yeah, no, That's, it makes total sense. Yeah, totally sense. Mm-hmm. Totally makes sense. But no, yeah. it's it's just I, I'm always fascinated by patterns and and again cycles. And that story co- comes up over and over again, and it's used for a specific purpose. Yeah, and it's either Completely true, which I don't believe. Completely untrue, which I don't believe. 
or they just use this crazy person in history to point out that we still have crazy some crazy people now that would there probably would be people that would in modern times would bathe in the blood of innocence if they thought that that would keep them young oh i've heard of stories of people doing that in modern times and not not even like you know the the average or the normal celebrities yeah, or whatever the, el- the elite yeah i hear about like different like underground type stuff where it's just people like yeah. that this is their rituals this is what they do and you know with something along the lines of eight hundred thousand children that go missing in america every year oh my gosh it's kind of uh who's to say really what goes on on what a future on? episode of the yeah. Freaky Deaky podcast, we tackle missing people or children. Yeah. Do you ever see uh, Dr. Sleep? No, not yet. I want to, though. That's got a good take on it. Before we do that one. So like gotta, a Peter Pan vibe? You got you to gotta meet Rose the Hat. Rose non, the Hat. Non-spoilers, but Rose the Hat. Well, it felt like a spoiler. Now I can never watch it. Yeah, you can. It's fine. It's fine. You don't understand the contact. Contact. It's just the name of a character. Mm, gotcha rose the hat yeah anyway um again if you haven't already follow us on social media things are always popping off over there tell us uh if you if you're from the region actually share some of your thoughts you know give us some if you know obviously we're two schmucks sitting in alaska talking about this shit we don't have all we have is resources on the internet like so if you're actually from the region you're listening give us kind of uh, your thoughts on it is there something that we missed is there something that like we didn't really cover that would be an interesting topic that you might want to hear brought up in a future episode or something we we're very uh we're puppets for the people whatever you guys want to hear that's what we do puppets for the people yeah that's our next podcast yeah where we just you know do whatever the hell you want puppets <laughs> for the people I don't know how to close this one out. This is your episode. How about you? How about you close this out for us? What would you? Any? Is there any closing remarks you'd like to say? I'm just gonna step away from this mic. You know, I just have to wonder if places like Europe, you know, places that have this long history, including the Americas to a certain extent, but you can document a lot of that. You you can go back to ancient times in Europe. You know, same as in the Middle East. Is there something different in this area because there's been so much, you know, living and dying and war and suffering? If there's a an evil evilness to areas of suffering, you know, it would wouldn't just be in Europe because there's plenty of all over the world there's been a lot of suffering, but what if those areas left that imprint and that imprint keeps playing it itself out? in future generations in certain areas like this, you know, in, ouch, I just burnt myself on the heater, but you know, in Russia, they have a field that looks like snow. That is nothing but bones of soldiers that died during World War II. And I, I believe it might be in the Ukraine. So is it in Russia or is it in Ukraine? It's Ukraine now, maybe Russia. I don't remember, I, it, but you know, at the time, at the end of World War II, Ukraine was part of the Soviet Union. Yeah. Um, and just there was, they lost so many people in World War II that it's hard for us or any other nation to imagine. Like they're losing millions of people just to fighting to the point where to this day in the summer, you're in a field and it looks like white snow as far as the eye can see. And it's the bones of fallen, fallen soldiers from World War II still there. Yeah, and you thought that was a great thing to bring up after the dad jokes where I try to, like, lighten the mood? That's how you want to close the episode out? I gave you two back-to-back dad jokes, and I was like, how do you want to close this episode? And you're like, depression. That's not depression. It's like, how does this affect that area? And to be continued, because we're going to touch on this again. I think there's a lot there, and I think including giants. So we haven't done our giant episode this season. It's coming, and it's coming from this region. Yeah, and then we'll probably do a giant episode in season three because giants are fun to talk about. Yeah, and there's a lot of places to come and come with giants from. There's a lot of giants in the world. Yeah, yeah. So I guess uh, I'm not going to read a third dad joke. I no, guess that's it's just just sit in that. You yeah. guys are listening to this. Uh, I was going to say enjoy your Thursday, but don't sit in that and think about it. Think about what you've done. We'll and, see you next week. And then think about what you're going to do next. Good night, everyone. Oh, yeah. Sorry, man. Eventually, they're going to be like, we love those guys. Don't worry. Please, no.
horned and stinky. Yeah, so Christian, what are we talking about today? We're talking about Europe, a supernatural playground, part one. No, we're talking about part one of Europe, oh. a supernatural playground. Yep, we almost had it. Almost. So what are we, what are we talking about today, Christian? <laughs> Where are we going today, Christian? Give it to me. Yeah. We are, this is part one of Europe. A supernatural playground. This feels entirely scripted. It's got to be loose. You got to shake it out for a moment. And then I'm going to ask you again. And just let it roll off your tongue. Okay. All right. What are we talking about today, Christian? Demons in Europe. There it is. No. What are we talking about today, Christian? Part one. <laughs> Part one of what? <laughs> You get you get two in your head for this shit, man. Yeah, you, that that shows that you don't you don't introduce too many episodes, man. You gotta you got we gotta yeah, get you into this. Job. Yeah, part right. one, part one. Europe, a supernatural. No, Christian, what are we talking about today? Europe. <laughs> Christian, what are we talking about today? Today we're gonna start. We're, today we're gonna talk about part one. Today we're gonna go with part one of Europe a supernatural playground. Almost. Almost. One more time. Just let's just seal the deal on this one. Christian, what are we talking about today? Today is part one of Europe a supernatural playground.